Hey everybody, it's your buddy Jack. Hope everyone's having a good day, or have had a good day, or working on starting and having a good day. Um, I'm always thinking positive. You know, there's just so much negative going on in the world, and sometimes if you just don't keep looking forward and keep a positive mindset, right, things just seem to be just a little bit better when you try to maintain a better mood, right? It just makes sense that things can have a better look. You can have a better outlook on things. Uh, and I think more importantly, you, you receive things, what people tell you, um, in a different light if you're in a good mood, right? Because, you know, if you're in an irritable mood and somebody says something to you, you just receive it in a wrong way. Uh, and probably they had no ill will, no intentions of hurting you in any way. But if you're already partially in a mood, <laughs> it doesn't take much, right? It doesn't take much, right? So before we get started, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you for those of you who... Um, are able to support um, this podcast. I appreciate it. Um, don't forget and don't hesitate, and please consider hitting that support button. I appreciate anything you feel led to contribute at any time. If it's not today, then whenever, okay? Um, it just helps me um, keep my stuff up to speed. Right, um, which is a good thing. You know, I like doing what I do. I do it for you. I do it for families. Um, I try to reach as many people as I can, and I really hope the best for everyone. Right? I want nothing but positive vibes for everyone, those in recovery, those in active addiction. If you happen to catch this podcast, please get some help. Please get some help. Maybe this is the door for you. Uh, maybe you were brought to this podcast for a reason, and it was for someone to encourage you. And share with you, do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. Find yourself going to treatment. Get in there. Get your feet underneath you. And move forward with doing all the positive things it takes to stay clean and sober. Or of good mental health. Right? Because, uh, you know, we talk about both here. We talk about both. I've been talking about faith. I started this um, this uh, um season this episode um, on faith and the importance of having faith, right? Why it's discussed in the rooms of AA and NA. Why believing in a higher power is discussed in the rooms of AA and NA. It's because it works. It works. So I'm going to continue on this topic for a little while because I do feel like it is a vital piece to finding some good long-term recovery from addiction or mental health. Unfortunately, sometimes our faith is all we have to stand on. You know, if I happen to catch some, um, some Christians in this podcast, you know what I mean. Sometimes our faith is all we've got to stand on. You feel like you've been let down um, by friends, maybe even family. Who knows? I don't know your family history. And I feel like it's one thing after another 
after another, after another. You know, I think in the Bible, Apostle Paul called that a stoning. One thing after another, and it just keeps coming. And all you've got is your faith. That can be a powerful thing. It can be a bad feeling. It can be a bad situation. But if you know that you've got faith that things are going to be better, and you've got faith in God or a higher power that is going to receive whatever prayer or meditation um, that you send up, that it's going to get answered. It's going to get answered. Of course, you know, there are some people who hit rock bottom and choose to dig even deeper. But there are some people who hit rock bottom and know. They know that all you've got is up. Any small step is up. So do the best you can, right? Find something bigger than you to believe in. As I mentioned in the previous podcast, don't go to one person. This can be dangerous if you put all your faith in one person, all your trust in one person. People can let you down. And sometimes unintentionally, people can let you down. Right? So find something. So let's talk a little bit more about faith. Ryan, I've discussed it. It's my faith, I feel like, gave me the strength to move past some of my my own mental health and substance abuse issues. Right? It's the faith that I had. I mentioned just my wife and I being separated for seven months and finding out as we came back together that we had both started going back to church separately. And then again, as a married couple, we came back together and began to come go to church as one. And it brought us full circle. The kids are back in the house. We're back together living as a family. There's restoration. And we both had complete faith that it would happen. Once we made the decision, right? I, of course, never really lost faith. I didn't want the separation to begin with, but that's the corner I pushed her into, right? But it came full circle. She began to rethink it. And then again, we found ourselves in two separate churches only to come together to be a family of one. And family restoration is good when it's good and healthy. When it's good and healthy. Um, And you just have to have faith that it works. Have to have faith that it works. So here's a little more on it. Addiction recovery is a time of change and restoration. While this often leads to positive growth, it can also be draining and overwhelming. Which is true. Some people early in recovery try to dive in and do too much. And the last thing you need is for those positive things to pile up and pile up and pile up and yet become an added stressor. You don't need that. Take your time. Slow your roll, right? Take positive steps. Make positive plans. Set positive goals. But do it a little at a time. Do it a little at a time, right? For this season, many people... Lean on their spirituality during addiction recovery. For some people, spiritual recovery involves practicing their religion. But we've also talked about that. It doesn't necessarily be 
a religion. Um, my wife and I go to a, um, a non-denominational church, right? Um, you can find ways to build your faith um, through many different pathways. Not everybody wants to go to church, um, and not everybody wants to be religious, so to speak. You just kind of find what works for you. For others, spirituality may mean something different, like a connection with nature or a path of personal growth. No matter the definition, spirituality can provide many benefits for people in recovery. Right? Spirituality and addiction recovery. Addiction recovery is a leap of faith. Believing in yourself that you can go into treatment and receive some or any measure of positive growth takes faith. So just by stepping through the doors and going into treatment, you're already practicing a little bit of faith. Faith in the center, faith in the counselors, faith in the doctors and social workers, depending on where you're at. You have faith that someone in those treatment facilities is going to be able to guide you into leading a better, positive, more healthy lifestyle and help you set those goals. Right? You're hoping someone can help. Spirituality and recovery is a common but not universal. Right? We talked about it being talked about in NA and AA. Definitely celebrate recovery because it is a faith-based 12-step program. A small number of recovery programs have been created for people who do not want to focus on personal spirituality. These group focuses on practical coping methods and scientific findings as guidance through addiction recovery. In the end, people seeking help from recovery groups need to find programs they can relate to. And that's true. you got to find something that you can relate to, right? That's why you can go into those programs and you do see some very nice, clean-cut, handsome men and sometimes suit-and-tie type or at least very well-dressed. And then you also see those that are more maybe the biker type and leathers and tattoos, right, that kind of thing. That's neat to me how they are placed in those recovery rooms for a reason. In my opinion, they're there for a reason and don't even know it. Some don't even know it. But each one of those guys is going to be able to connect with different people. Most of the rugged, rowdy-looking biker types are not going to go to the clean-cut dude. They can almost see at face value they don't have anything in common and vice versa. So, yeah, you got to find a place where you can feel safe, right? You need to group, find a group that you can relate to that is important. Spirituality plays a significant role in 12-step recovery programs like Alcoholics Anonymous, according to an article in the Journal of Religious Health. Right? It plays a vital part. 
the central idea of these programs is that a person's recovery can be or begin when they get uh, or when they let go of a perceived sense of control over their life. I love that. A perceived sense of self-control. If you had any true self-control, you probably wouldn't be walking into an AA meeting, right? Uh, or an NA meeting. Um, that typically is not how that works, right? Um, but who knows? Who knows? Each individual's perceptions are skewered and steer them toward self-destruction. That happens when you're out there in active addiction. During recovery, people in 12-step programs look beyond themselves and trust in the wisdom of a higher power for guidance. They trust in the wisdom of a higher power for guidance. That implies to me they have some faith that this higher power that these people are talking about is going to work. This reliance on a higher power is reflected in many of the steps of these programs. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Please don't. I know there's a lot of you that are like on the fence. Do I believe? Do I not believe? Do I have faith? What is faith? Do I need spirituality? Who really even knows what spirituality is? You're asking all of these questions. And the only answer is you can only decide that for yourself. I know that's not an answer, but it's true. You have to take the steps in those directions that best fit you. For me, sure. For me, it's a non-denominational church with a Celebrate Recovery 12-step meeting and getting involved in church functions. That's what helps me. Would that help you? Again, that's just for you to decide. All we're saying, all I'm saying, is you've got big and better chances of success if there's some degree of spiritual program you're working and you have faith in that it's going to work. You got to have faith. You got to have faith. Right? As soon as you lose all hope is when you stop working at it. And I don't want you to stop working at it. While many people see this higher power as God, a higher power can be described as any spiritual entity that has personal meaning. It's a spiritual entity, right? Which means not selecting your sponsor or one other person in the group. The whole group concept can be your first or your only, maybe want to, I don't know if you'll grow from that or not, but your spiritual entity. Because many people have long-term sobriety success that come out of them rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. I get it. You can go in there and you can find what you're looking for. Sure. Sure. There's, you know, alcohol, AA and NA is a, is, is a meeting for sick people ran by sick people. So sure, you're going to find some ugly in there in the form of a dealer, or someone coming in intoxicated, right? But you need to be there for something else. You can avoid those people. Go in there, listen to the ones that are clean and sober. 
Go in there and listen to the ones that are clean and sober. Listen to their experience, strength, and hope, and find some faith in the fact that it will work. It will work. You just have to have the faith that I'm trying to describe to you. I really, really, really hope that you're getting that. Let me read that again. While many people see this higher power as God, a higher power can be described as any spiritual entity that has personal meaning. Some of the steps in these programs include prayer, meditation, or relating to the higher power about their struggles. It's a personal meaning, whatever it is, right? I'm just trying to get you to see that you got to think outside the box. All of this is done in a group setting and with a personal sponsor. If you choose to have one, I suggest that you do, especially if you're going to uh, um, a formal a meeting like AA, NA, Celebrate Recovery, right? Um, get a sponsor. Get with a group setting with a personal sponsor, emphasizing a sense of connection. It's got to be somebody you connect to. can be a yes person. Do not get a yes person for a sponsor. If it's somebody that always agrees with everything you say and you start to notice that, run. Run for your life. You need somebody who's going to be willing to challenge your thinking. You need somebody who's going to be open and honest and not really necessarily worry about your feelings too much, right? That just gets you back out there drinking and drugging or in a mental health crisis. Be careful with who it is that you choose and I say that just so you can hear both sides. I want you to have faith in the fact that it works. We can't talk about faith and describe things that could cause some doubt. Because really the doubt really only comes to you as an individual. I promise you there are a lot of people in those rooms that have faith in the rooms. You need to become one of those. You need to become one of those. Whether it's AA, NA, Celebrate Recovery, full-blown church service, whatever. Jump in with both feet. Have faith that it'll work. Latch on to somebody who's looking like they're working something. Right? Someone who's got confidence in their faith. Someone who's got confidence in their spirituality. A confidence in their church, in their meeting. Find that person. Right? So let's talk about spirituality versus religion. You guys have heard me say that there can be a difference. I grew up with a family that's they're all Catholics. Um, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I understood a lot of the um, ritualistic things um, that you would tend to see in a Catholic church. They're all very meaningful. And there is a spiritual side to the things, right? To some of their practices. Um, but I can see why some people would find it awkward. And that's just because you got to do what I did, get a little educated on it, 
um, find out what the reasons for some of their practices are. But it does present itself as very religious, right? Um, and that's from the outside looking in. If you research it, it's really not so much. But spirituality doesn't have to have all those structural, ceremonial things uh, that you can find in a Catholic church, right? It provides a little more room for freedom, um, like a non-denominational church. There's no formal spiritual um, kind of thing that goes on in those kinds of churches. They're not as ritualistic, I guess, uh, in some of their practices. It's a little more laid back. Um, but you got to find, again, what works for you. So let's look at some of spirituality or faith versus religion. Uh, spirituality has a constant role in many recovery programs because spirituality is extremely personal. Many programs leave the definition up to the individual, which is true. The broad term can refer to a connection with a higher power outside of the individual or to a broader sense of meaning. Spirituality can also be defined as a connection to nature, to the universe, or all living creatures. People can define spirituality by whatever connection is meaningful to them. And I have had seen some people in the rooms where they've started off like that, right? Um, their big spiritual experience was the concept of AA and NA as a whole. Again, not choosing one person. Uh, and really the joke about a doorknob being a higher power, you know, there is that joke that's been out there forever, but, you know, even a doorknob will turn on you. So be careful. Be careful that it's something that you feel wholeheartedly that you can rely on. Right? Nature is so universal. There's so much stuff. Forest, trees, animals, right? Which is kind of funny because in my opinion it's things that God created in the first place. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just wanting you to find something larger than you that you can reach out to. Religion is more structured and in a defined way of expressing spirituality. It often involves a sense of community and connection with others and is guided through traditions, rites, rituals, and organized leadership. A little bit of what I was trying to explain a second ago, right? Um, but not knocking it. You know, there are times where I've attended my grandmother's church before she passed. And maybe it's, it takes time to grow spiritually enough to where you can go almost into any church and get fed. It was kind of neat that I could come into my grandmother's church and sit in a pew and still receive and understand what God was saying. Right? It's a beautiful thing. Um, but it does take time. 
to get there. Some people can't get past the smoke. Some people can't get past, you know, some of the little chimes or what the um, minister or the father of the church is wearing. You know, if you can't get past that, you're an easy target. Look past those things in any situation. Don't go into the rooms of AA, NA, or any church service and start nitpicking. Again, you got to have faith that the process works. If you start looking for things to nitpick, you'll find them. You'll find them and you'll utilize them as a deterrent or reasons for getting out of there. And you'll never commit. You'll never commit to that meeting of AA or NA. You'll never commit to that meeting of Celebrate Recovery or even going to the church because you're too busy nitpicking people. There is no such thing as the perfect church. If you find one, you need to get out of there. Run for your life. There's no such thing as the perfect meeting either. As I said in the previous podcast, those meetings are for sick people ran by sick people. You just go in, get what you need, leave the rest. Leave the rest. So, some benefits of faith or spirituality. Uh, Spirituality has many benefits for a person's life, especially during addiction recovery. Addiction can be crippling to a person's sense of value, to a person's purpose, and connection to the world. And I have to add, including their family. There's nothing that's more crippling to a family than addiction and mental health crisis. I've seen families torn apart by these two things, and it's ugly. When a person taps into spirituality, their focus turns away from their own worries and faces the world around them. While this can be difficult, spirituality can be comforting and uplifting. Many people who practice some form of spirituality find that their energy and renewed uh, their energy is renewed in times of difficulty. Spirituality and addiction recovery are a natural fit for each other. Let me read that again. Spirituality and addiction recovery are natural are a natural fit for each other. It's a necessary thing. It's a very necessary thing. It's vital to recovery and addiction and mental health. It's vital for family restoration. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. Because addiction can leave so much devastation in a family. Mental health crisis can leave devastation in a family. And to get to the next level, which would be the healing. Good golly, Miss Molly. You got to have some degree of faith and tap into some degree of spiritual practice in order to get positive results if you want restoration in your family. Now, if you just want to see the alcoholic or addict 
get on track and get to work and get their life together, utilizing their own faith and their own practices, their own spiritual program, and you want to stay ugly towards them, and you still want to carry a chip on your shoulder, because then it's on you. I'm talking to you now, family members. Once they get better, once they get clean and sober, once they're working a spiritual program through AANACR or going to church, and you're still bitter, it's on you. They've passed the baton, I guess. Right? So for you to find some growth, for you to move forward as well, you've got to tap into it too. Mm, mm, mm. So the healing, let's talk about that for a second. Healing from drug addiction or mental health crisis can be a challenging process. For many people in recovery, accepting personal Responsibility is painful. Practicing spirituality can provide healing from past mistakes. Doesn't do any good for your family member to find healing for their past mistakes when the family member won't cut it loose either. Mm. That's why addiction and mental health is an all-encompassing family thing. Addiction and mental health issues or crisis affect the whole family. And guess what? That's how you got to heal too, as a family. Practicing spirituality can provide healing from past mistakes. Spiritual healing often involves forgiveness. Mm, not forgiveness. You got to forgive each other. The addict or alcoholic or person getting back on track for mental health is going to be working on forgiving themselves. You got to work on forgiving them too. You got to work on that too. It often involves forgiveness, reconnecting with others and finding a sense of belonging. It's nothing worse than your brand new, new to recovery, clean, sober, two week time frame person to feel like a stranger in his own home oh my gosh that's a whole another another topic some people promote healing by journaling regularly i like doing that from time to time writing thoughts and feelings down on paper can be cathartic it's a good way to express you know things privately um just don't let anybody get their hands on it some people review their previous writings to help them understand the change they've gone through and gain perspective. Others write to get thoughts and emotions out and don't care to revisit their creation. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you to begin the healing process to grow spiritually in nature, to grow your faith in the process. All of those things connect. They all connect. Another one, strength through difficulty. The early stages of recovery are mentally and emotionally exhausting. It takes a lot of energy for a person to face themselves and make changes in their perspective. A 
love that it talks about needing to face ourselves, the reality of what it is that we've done as alcoholics, addicts, or someone in mental health crisis. You got to take a look at it. Spiritual strength can lift a person through the difficult parts so they can keep moving forward. Meditation is one as one method for keeping spirituality at the forefront of a person's mind. It can take just a few short sessions a day of simple meditation focus to renew a person's strength in recovery. Meditation can be done in a still quiet space or while doing something active. Hmm, I've mentioned yoga. This thing mentions yoga. Like practicing yoga or walking at a set place. You know, walk, the high schools have got tracks. You probably live on the street. You can walk around the block. If you don't like yoga, I'm definitely not a yoga guy. That's not something I do. Um, but we'll keep talking about this because you have to have faith. As these things grow, your faith grows because you start seeing the evidence of the change based on the results of your spiritual program, your obvious healing, you'll grow stronger in your faith and in the fact that the process works. The process works. And hopefully your family will grow a little bit of faith in you as you decide to approach these things, especially if they're faith-based and you don't come from a family of believers. That can be challenging on its own. But I wish you well. Thanks for living, uh, listening. Have faith that sharing this with someone is going to help them too. I appreciate you. Uh, bye for now. Be blessed.